This is a HeadGum Original. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Absolutely epic goat. That's Gareth O'Connor. Um, dude DM'd me on Instagram. He said, not sure if you read DMs, but I wrote a sincere pop punk version of The Other Side of Hard, sent it into the show, but I thought I would message you as I think you'll dig it specifically. And he was correct. Absolutely correct. He, he, he back-channeled? O'Connor. We would have gotten to it. We would have gotten to it. And now I regret ever, ever playing it. Well... <laughs> Me and Gareth are starting a band. There's no way. I started writing I started writing a pop punk song when that dude Dustin wrote in and it's about halfway done. Uh I think we're gonna go hard pivot to Gareth now. <laughs> it's Gareth. You're not even saying Gareth. his name right. Yes, I am. Gareth. Me and Gareth. Um I'll send you the lyrics. That pop punk song had it all. It had it all. It had the <laughs> the riff. Yeah, you know that like that last epic palm mute riff, incredible. It had uh-huh. kind of that like the the computerized under singing towards the end. Uh-huh. I can't find my guitar. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was great, and and I think he, is he from Dublin? Is that right? Yes, he is from Dublin. An Irish submission. Yeah, so you can kind of hear it when he says heart. Yeah, which is which is really great. Tugged at my heartstrings, indeed. Is, is pop punk specifically an American thing? Like, are there any British pop punk bands? Like, kind of like how we took some music from Europe. Did they ever take yeah. that? Is there like an Irish pop punk band? I mean, there must be. I'm oh, wait. sure. Was Flogging Molly was... from Dublin, or did they just play Irish music, but they were from Boston or some shit? Mm. Yeah, that's. it could definitely be either one. Yeah. I'm going down to Boston. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> either Ireland or Boston. Um, either are, either are, either Simple are. Plan was a Canadian pop punk band. So it's not 41, actually. Count. Oh, really? They were Canadian? Yeah. Yep. Bunch of Canucks. Well, if, if like, you know, rock and roll was like rebelling against the mainstream, the, the government, the war, mm-hmm. what are pop punks? 
ethos like rebelling they rebelling also against? rebelling mom and dad it's rebelling just against parents. mom and dad it's just yeah. it's school it's bullies it's the jocks it's the preppies uh, so, mom and dad they quite don't understand it <laughs> yeah so that's so we went from being like we will not them fight this two. unnecessary war in vietnam to like mom mm-hmm. will make me do my dishes exactly or like you're a hot uh senior guy and you're dating my crush and you yeah. play football and wear a collared shirt so you're yeah. bad that's, that's kind how- of that's how Hour fun the five. 90s were, that the biggest issues, the one that created full music uh, genres, were people just mad at their parents. Everything else was fine. It was just they didn't want to do homework that decade. Yeah, homework was bad. Parents not cool. Parents fighting even worse. Parents ganging up on you when they actually don't even like each other. That's the ultimate sin, brother. Yeah, parents are always kind of the nerds in music. There's no, like, songs about cool parents. Yeah. That's correct. Actually, that's a that note for my song that I'm writing. Maybe I'll. What? Um, it's, yours, yours should be for the pop punk parents, so like the kids who were like yeah. the teenagers. Well, we in already. The 90s, I'm, I'm halfway done with the original idea, which was the the we're seniors now. We're seniors in high school because like the senior guy is a freshman, you know, mm-hmm. in college. So uh-huh. his status changed. So that's yeah. Oh yeah. The vibe. We discussed that before, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so, so song two is about how mom and dad ain't so bad because okay. they're actually trying pretty hard. It's right. uh, the music that's sort of creating the chaos and making yeah. things not right. That's not bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, mom I'll and dad, we ain't so bad. We think we're pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I feel like you could start a different band. Me and Gareth might take that song in another direction. But your idea is noted, considered, ultimately rejected and denied. Duly considered, though. Duly considered. It is under advisement. (laughs) It is under consideration. And now it is out of advisement and out of consideration. Shit canned and (laughs) forgotten. I think the the high school senior thing was my idea. I don't remember it being exactly your idea, but I was definitely w- a co-writer. Yeah, a broken clock. It, a broken clock is actually still right. I think a few times a day, at least once, maybe even twice, depending on what type of clock it is. Right, if it's like army time or not. Yeah, exactly. So it might only be once. Although it if it's be broken twice. in a way where it's like still working it, but set to the right. wrong time, if it's, it's actually off, never right. Yeah, yeah. if it's off, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're it has to be broken in a specific way. Even it has if to it's be, blinking twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't mean that it's noon. It just it has to be completely right. It has to be completely stopped for it to be right. Yeah, it's It's, it actually. Yeah, I guess it's more of a broken regular clock, not a digital clock. Mm -hmm. It has to be like a a a face. What are those called? Like the kind with like the little hand, the big hand. That's when it's like that's when a broken clock. An hour, unless it's so fucking broken, it it doesn't even. It only has the minute hand. Right. What if it's so fucking broken that it has like just one spinning ass like second hand and the springs are falling out then that clock is right never never in the day for yeah. sure or like so many times because it's like oh it's right there it's right there it's right there it's right there it's actually mm-hmm. right more mm-hmm. often than a yeah. than a non-broken clock because a non-broken clock is just right once if you think about it because it's like set to the correct time 
Oh, we have to take a break. Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not a real break. Just from this conversation, though. <laughs> it's, it's only been four minutes. <laughs> but I'm down to thank a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. This is uh, If I Were You, the only advice pod on the web hosted by us. I'm Amir, after all. I am Jake, after all. Uh, and that was Gareth, who's pop punk version of the other side of hard is sincere and unironic as he can make it incredible it kind of reminded me of may 16th by Lagwagon, if you remember that one mm, i don't think i do i'll send it to you I you can listen to I it do. offline yeah all right we'd love that uh we had a question sent to us with a fun follow-up pup let me see if i can pull it up It'll be okay on the other side Side of hard. hard. Oh, here we go. That was good. That was really good. Thank you, Gareth. Um, This lady actually sent in a follow-up pup uh, so we can use her real name. It's Molly. Oh, Flogging Molly. That's right. Flogging Molly writes, What's up? I'm a junior in high school. I'm so stressed out. After cross-country practice, I'm up till all hours doing homework. And now that I'm doing all this ACT prep stuff, I have absolutely no free time to just relax. I'm always tired and cranky, and I have no time to do anything I want anymore. Is there any way to stop the madness? Were you guys ever this stressed in high school? Is it even worth it? Thank you so much. I love the show. Seize the cheese. Love mom. And that that came to us in like 2013, isn't that right? That's right. So I found that by like searching like ACT prep or something like that, or maybe cross country. And they're like, oh, this was sent to us. Uh, almost a decade ago literally nine years ago yeah and so i replied literally in 2022 this was sent in 2013 i replied to molly and said hey do you remember writing this how'd you turn out nine years later (laughs) hoping to god she a remembers who we are b is still alive and c like Mm -hmm. maybe can shed some light on like even remembering that this was a thing for her the stress in high school incredible what did she say Hi, guys. Wow, reading this email is an absolute blast from the fucking past. You opened a time capsule. Has your inbox been that flooded? How on earth did you dig this up? Sheesh. I remember writing you this email because you were the source of all the best goofy advice. Life was getting tough, and I needed some goofballs to turn my stressors into side-splitting laughs, or at least toss (laughs) out a few carpe diem sort of positivity. It was a tough time. The ironic thing is, nine years later, I'm teaching in a Chicago public high school and coaching cross-country. Whoa. So she's teaching at a high school that she was stressed about and coaching the sport that she was playing. Wow. I genuinely try to take my hardships as a high schooler and use them as a massive learning experience. No student of mine should ever have to be as stressed and distraught as I was. Thank you uh, for being so bad at reading emails. This has been quite enlightening <laughs> and oddly charming to read an email from past me. Reminds me how far I've come. Thank you both. Oshish, y'all, you made my day. Wow. How nice is that? Incredible. That's the ideal response. That's what I would have hoped that she would have written. Yeah. And it sort of, it just goes to show you that the stresses that you have, I think it probably even extends into college and adulthood is stuff that feels so stressful and difficult now. Like you barely remember nine years yeah. later. It's all relative. It's funny. I was actually, I was very stressed out today and I was thinking, oh no, it was yesterday. So I was really stressed out yesterday and I was walking home and I was walking by the old college humor office and I looked at it and I was like, I don't think I was ever like 
doing that thing where you're so frantic, where you're like, oh, I have to leave, but I have to send this email, but I have to answer this text, <laughs> but I have to do this thing, and this person's calling me, and I have to you know, juggle nine different things as I'm trying to go home, and I just feel like frazzled and dazed almost. And that's what I was feeling yesterday. But And then a guy I jumped guess I... out of the window of that 17th floor and landed in front yeah. of you. Wow, oh, that really put everything bag. in perspective, brother. Thank you. But I also bet that I was. I think that... I, I don't know. You always you always do romanticize the old times, and you're like, oh, things were so easy then. But yeah, those rose colored glasses they ain't the truth. Yeah, that's that's a good question because I don't even know if I was ever stressed out at age 22. Now that I'm trying to think about, like, what did I even have to worry about? Yeah, I was definitely. I think I had stresses. I don't think any of them were work related. I now think I have my work stresses. My biggest work-related stress was that my first salary was $36,000, and I'm like, I have to ask for a raise. That's not enough money. I can't just make $36,000. It's mm. $900 a paycheck, and New York City is too expensive. I'm going to ask for like $75,000. Just like go for it and ask for what you want. Like me and Streeter were like, let's negotiate together. We're underpaid. This is ridiculous. And we like asked for this huge raise and they were like, all right, we'll give you $40,000, a $4,000 uh, $4, raise. And we we're both like, all right, we'll take it. <laughs> Instantly <laughs> gave up on our dream of making wow. double the salary. Man, I mean, that's incredible. I think my first salary was $24,000. Yeah, not enough. No, not enough. Not not nearly. Um, Although adjusting for inflation, yeah, 36000 is... It says it's two hundred ninety thousand today, so it's pretty good. Oh, it's pretty solid, yeah. yeah for because you, yeah, you and Streeter lived in that like um, that six story brownstone together, right? Yeah, and it was like eight hundred dollars a month in rent. It was so cheap. But <laughs> That's right. We got That's to split right. it. We threw parties yeah. and we made a profit on every party. <laughs> um, but yeah, high school is stressful, I'm sure, because those are the biggest mm -hmm. problems in the world to you right now. But ultimately, you'll be getting an email nine years later and thinking, I guess it wasn't so bad. And fortunately, this lady is not only teaching at a high school, but she's actually coaching cross country, the two things that she was stressing out about. And she was able to impart that wisdom, hopefully every day to her students. Incredible. Kind of makes me want to try to figure out a way to either be an algebra teacher or a driving school instructor um, how how did you find her email? I must have searched like one of the like almost Game Boy style, but just by myself, like mm. tired and cranky. I'm like, oh, this has come up because I searched like unread emails, and this that we just never opened it. Right. It's also kind of crazy that she has the same email address nine years later. Like, if somebody replied to our email addresses of like Jake at ConnectAdventures.com, you would just never get it. Right. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Do you remember your email before? um your current email address or before that college humor like what was your email address in high school oh i think i had before i think i had a hotmail address it was like jake 2013 2013 maybe uh at hotmail.com or something yeah. like that yeah i had an aol email address that i would like use aol to check mm, that's crazy and then after that you can use aol.com to check and then in college they gave you like a college email but like Oh yeah, that only works for four years, right? I think that's a that's a bizarre system to me. I think. It's I like, wonder if they yeah still get have used that. to using this email, like apply to internships with this email, like yeah. whatever, whatever. And then and then it's all of a sudden it's like oh, in a year 
this will be defunct change yeah. everything all of your contacts that you've made for four years or do they do they leave it open and we just stop using it like was a blumenfeld at berkeley.edu is that just like always there no because they pay for it so i doubt they just leave it open forever and, and at the very least southern connecticut uh closed mine i remember getting the email well that's because you Cause were it, dishonorably discharged from the school so they wanted to make true. some more room that's for true the band. if you graduate yeah, while I had while I worked at College Humor, my my login was like Jay Hurwitz five five nine one at Southern <laughs> Connecticut Southern CT edu or something like that. Yeah, the edu email addresses. I wonder yeah, if exactly. kids are still using that. I guess if you ever want to see me young, just uh, write to somebody with a edu. Did you have to sign up for classes on the phone, or was that before your time? Hmm. I don't know. I think it was, I think it was done online, but we found, but we got little books with the classes. Yeah. Like the classes that you can choose. Yeah. So yeah. Let us know the update. Are you choosing classes online and do you get to keep the EDU? Like if it's Harvard yeah. at harvard.edu, are you keeping that right. post grad? That's solid. That's solid. That's you want to keep that for sure. Actually Harvard should almost sell that access like i don't even need to right. go to school there i'll pay ten thousand a year just for the email addy give me the ivy league email that's kind of goatly that's yeah. an interesting little life hack that's good unsolicited advice yeah just even if you have to make your email address like jake hurwitz uh yale at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> what a that's a very it's obvious that you're lying at that point <laughs> that's an open <laughs> Yeah. Cheat. at gyale.com <laughs> i was gonna say like buy cornell with one l dot edu but i don't think you can even buy an edu mm. you have to like be an actual university i wonder how that works oh interesting uh all right let us know i guess if you uh work for a school or something uh otherwise yeah. let's take a break answer some more questions that were sent to us this decade after these messages thank you to squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show indeed Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even. Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement good. movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results. 
that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And we have returned. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little Yeah, you know, kinda, kinda. I just bought a new DOP kit today. People are traveling. People are exploring the world again. I was just in, I was in Europe. I was in Ireland and the UK. I'm going uh-huh. to Italy next month. Wow. And um, and I needed a new DOP kit. I didn't feel like the one I had was cutting it. And I feel like DOP kits are, are something that people get when they first start traveling and they don't necessarily upgrade them. They don't get a new one. For instance, how long have you had your toiletry bag? Oh, 10 years. I mean, it was like a gift mm-hmm. decades ago. Yeah. It's, you're talking about a toiletry bag. It's like this fanny pack. Exactly. You stuff yeah. it with stuff. Right. And use it when your, you travel. Your soaps, so what was, your deodorants, your toothbrush. What was wrong with your? Well, I'll tell you the problem with mine is that it, it's too small. It can't fit the um, electric stuff anymore. Yeah. Well, and I mentioned actually the um, the uh, the travel water pick, which I got, and I have, and I've actually loved it. It's incredible. Yeah. It's very small. It's con- it's compact. It takes up enough space. I've also taken to. I was carrying, you know, the the electric toothbrush. It comes with the like the big pill plastic thing. Yeah, the charger. I was, not the charger. It's like there's the cord, but then there's also just the travel case. It's uh-huh. just a a big plastic case okay and i for i was hardwired to just do that to just put it in the travel case when you're traveling but you don't need to no it's kind of useless you don't need it at all but mine is a charging thing are you bringing the charger then it's like i'm taking the charger from home are you using a battery operated one i use a battery operated one but it that charge that'll go for like three weeks so really i just make sure that it's charged before i leave yeah, and I'm carrying it in. Uh, when I was over, when I was overseas, I did loose, no case, um, and the dop kit was fine. The size was okay, but I didn't like having to dig through it every time I needed something. And the new one that I got unzips and opens, and it can oh, lie flat. I see. So it's kind of nice. It's almost like a nail file thing. What is that called? Yeah. Like a little manicuring. Um, yes, folder. Right. Yeah, it's like a folio, and it gives me access, and it gives me control. Do you remember the time where you tried to travel without any bags because we were doing a show for one night? That's correct, yes. So you walked to the airport. Interesting. You had yeah. no bag on your person whatsoever, not even a backpack, right? You just no held backpack, a toothbrush? No bag. I had a toothbrush in my pocket, 
And that was it. I said, this is all I could possibly need. We're staying in a hotel. They have shampoo and soap. I'm wearing the clothes that I'll perform in. I'll wake up and I'll wear this home. <laughs> it's not going to be that dirty. I have the toothbrush in my pocket. And What did you do for in-flight entertainment? I had my phone. I think, I think we were flying to... We are flying from New York to Utah, Salt Lake City. And I believe we had in flight, we had like the, you know, the little TV in front of yeah. us. They handed up, they handed out the, um, the earphones. Yeah. So you were able to imagine. I do remember like at one point you were like, can you hold this for me? And I was like, just out of principle. It's like, no, you, this is what you decided to do. You yeah. have to have it all on your right. person. Do you remember yeah. what that was? I already forget. There's a chance that it was like a Hudson News like bottle of water or something <laughs> and like a peanuts, I don't know, like snacks, like snacks. they put in a bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to have absolutely nothing. The funniest thing was I remember it being a debate because I was tell I was like talking to people. It's like, I think I'm not gonna bring anything. How cool would that be? To just walk into the airport with nothing. And people were like, Well, you're gonna bring your phone charger. And I was like, I don't even want to put that. I don't Maybe it was bring... that. Maybe it was the phone charger or something. We yeah, because I asked, I asked to use your phone charger <laughs> when we were at the venue doing the show. I was like, "Can I charge my phone?" <laughs> like, oh, and you didn't bring a phone charger. You didn't bring didn't anything. Need anything, anything right? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You gave me a hard time, but you did let me use it. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and I, I remember like people being suspicious. Like when I was walking in, they're like, "Are you picking someone up?" I was like, "Nope." <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just such a weird feeling to just get out of a car like you're meeting a friend for dinner. It's like I'm walking into an airport. I don't even have a backpack. I'm walking yeah. through security. I'm not putting anything on the conveyor belt. Just yeah, give me the metal Toothbrush. detector and I'll keep walking. And if you're TSA free, you don't have to take your shoes off. You just walk through like a metal detector. Yeah, goddamn. That's my. I mean, that's my dream. I hope that I can travel like that someday. Just have I've, all of my stuff waiting for me somewhere. You know, is that how rich people do it? I feel like. You can, at the very least, have like a nice backpack or something like that. Yeah, I think a light backpack would be necessary just because you'd have like your your computer, your phone for for the flight. Yeah. But what if you're so fucking sleek that you just have a iPad Mini and a, it's a little tablet? That's a handheld thing. You can yeah. walk in. That's it. That's all or you need. What if you have a AirPods. fanny pack? That's a dob kit. So you're actually you have the fanny pack, but it has your toiletries in it. Mm, interesting phone charger toothbrush ipad mini yeah really you just need a, a a backpack that has a fanny pack strap so it seems like a fanny pack but it's actually a full backpack <laughs> just get luggage at this point you're not lying and you're wearing it underneath your shirt <laughs> like a money belt in europe so nobody knows what you're actually wearing slash hiding perfect a fanny pack under that goes across your chest underneath your jacket so everyone thinks you're <laughs> wearing a bomb to the airport god uh all right <coughs> Ooh. <clears throat> sorry you're about ill that. i don't know where that came from it's impossible you're dying no way you're going green <laughs> king green uh all right let's answer another question yeah I have a parking problem that I need help with. Writes, um, I don't know, Park mm. Parker Posey. Last okay. week, I offered to drive me and my friends to a dinner because I didn't feel like drinking that night. So we took my car instead of an Uber. Mm. I parked at a lot, which we thought was free on the weekends, went to have dinner to celebrate my friend's B-Day, came back 
and there was a $50 parking ticket on my car. Ouch. I was bummed about it and said how that sucks. And my friend said, hey, it's not, at least it's not that expensive. Well, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. I was hoping they would offer to, offer to pay a portion of it since I did do them a favor and drove us, but then they said nothing. I wanted to hmm. bring it up, but since it's my friend's birthday, I didn't actually want to put a damper on the night. What do you right. think I should do? Should I reach out and get them to pay me for a bit for my ticket? I feel like a dick, but if my friend drove me somewhere and we got a ticket, I feel like I would offer to pay a portion of it. Yeah. Did Was it just one friend and it was their birthday? Taking out... Ooh, good taking question. them out to... I don't think it was that f- the birthday friend. I imagine he was going with a friend to meet Okay, to else. like a birthday party. So he's yeah. like, you're going to a birthday party, you drive a friend, yeah. you get a ticket. The friend I've, is saving cash on the Uber. Yeah, I've been in the situation where like we all... I was with a group of like 12 people and we all drove to Catterskill Falls in upstate New York. A um, bunch of people went... Uh, swimming and stuff one Uh car got a ticket and that ticket was added as a group expense for all 12 people even even the car that had nothing to do with it it's one thing if you're like in the car it's like oh can we park here i'm not sure let's you know whatever but it's like that car actually split that with everybody almost like it's gas like this is the cost of doing business and I guess I'm I guess I'm still thinking about it. I disagreed with it in principle, <laughs> but it's it is fine. Here's what I would say. I think you're perfectly definitely in this situation. Now my my situation was different a little bit. In this situation, very normal to ask for money. You drove you made a collective decision to stay in the in the lot and you got the ticket. I think that should be split. Here's the thing though. Oh, am I boring you? A little bit. Actually, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is really long-winded. I just there. You yawned. Yeah, I was bored. Do I have your attention? Yep. Okay. Barely. You're, but like, I'm okay. trying to like, yeah. It's like yeah. drifting away, so and I was like, focus it back on you. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Actually, um, let's take a little. A, I was, let's take I'm a break. Drunk, I feel like. Well, I thought I was going to be like, "Am I that boring sucks. you?" And you were going to say, "No one." Apologized. That was really boring. Like, yeah, it's yeah. really boring. Right. Because I was kind of talking about just like tickets and parking. I'm going to put my headphones off yeah. and just sort of daydream. I think T- totally. about something fun, like yeah. bowling or two tickets. Or some yeah, shit. I can. So that's cool. I'll keep on talking in that case. Amir's headphones are off. Um, I think you can ask for the money. I think you can say. I deserve some money and your friend will give it to you, but they will talk about this. They will ask, they will, they will be annoyed, I think, but that's fine. Cause I think you're in the right. Well, would you offer to pay if somebody yes. did this to you? Yes. But I would it, offer to pay. I think it matters about like the conversation that was had. Like, was it the friend like, Oh, you can park here. Or is a friend like, I wouldn't park here. They might give you a ticket or was it just right. like not addressed and like the friend was on his phone and then you parked there and then you right. got a ticket. I think at that point I'd be like, oh, that sucks that you chose to park there, friend. But like, it wasn't right. my idea. I wouldn't suggest that. Also, like that sign yeah. says no parking and now I have to pay for that transgression. I feel like I wouldn't necessarily offer to pay unless it was a group decision or my idea that like caused that thing to happen. Kind of mm, like if you get yeah. into an accident, I'm not paying for any of the damages because i didn't do that 
Yeah, I think it depends. It depends on the what the parking situation was like. Did you guys debate it, or did you just pull in like you thought you could park there, and then you got a ticket? I think if the parking was difficult and it was discussed and agreed on the spot, yeah, like take the we need to park. It's risky, but you know what? If there's a ticket, I'll split it with you. Obviously, that didn't happen, but that's like I've been in situations where we where people agree to split a ticket even before. It's like I'm not sure we can park here, but if we get a ticket, I will split it. Yes, exactly. Um, I think there's a there's a way that you can do this without it being that uh, aggressive, which is just requested on Venmo. Wow, that's pretty passive aggressive, I would say. Yeah. What? Right. What is this? Oh, I parked in that uh the 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 lot, and uh, there was mm-hmm. a parking ticket, so I figured we'd go Dutch. Yeah. Why? Right. I, I you explained that in the note. There. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't ask for I wouldn't ask, but it would be nice to get that like um the offer yeah basically i guess i think your friend should have offered it is what i would have done but having had him not offer requesting while it's fine (laughs) it's just gonna feel weird there's not a world where it doesn't feel a little weird yeah and it's not it's not fortune and there's also like money at play if your friend is super rich and you're struggling then Mm -hmm. it would be nice if he chipped in but if like 50 dollars. sorry are you boring you (laughs) no that was sort of a burp yeah sorry i don't know why i'm like (laughs) don't i'm like like watching you like a hawk i feel like you're like like ready to pounce on every like time my mouth opens yeah that one was not a that one i'm like on i think i have it's like other shit that I'm dealing I think with. I have FOMO or some shit. I don't even know what's <laughs> happening or what I'm missing, but I feel like a pull to go somewhere else. Yes. Every time you open yes. your mouth, I get sort of offended. <laughs> That's right. Somebody called me boring yesterday, and it's been sort of festering. It's the That'll real, do it. the real right. issue. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, so yeah. Sorry, I am I say, coughing you? <laughs> am I COVID you? <laughs> Do I go to COVID University? That's good. Uh, lot of lot of variables here. Was there a discussion beforehand? Is there a money imbalance? Is it like he wanted to take an Uber anyway? I could see where there are cases where he wouldn't necessarily ever offer. Um, yeah, but as a default rule, I don't think he owes you that place because you drove, you parked, you chose that place. Yeah. I do think the right thing to do is offer. I think the right thing to do is offer, but you can't really control your friend doing the right thing or not. It's definitely nice to offer. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll go out to dinner with a friend and I'll be like, oh shit, I don't have my wallet. When I do, (laughs) I obviously do. Mm, And he's like, I'll just pay and you can Venmo me. Yeah. (laughs) We did this. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Let's, I'll Venmo you later. Last time I came into LA, this is exactly exactly what happened. So you did have your wallet? Of course, yeah, I had my wallet. And I said yeah. I would Venmo you, but it's like annoying to, right, for you to right. like constantly follow up. Ha- and it's like yeah. at a certain point, you feel like the dickling where you're like, you still haven't Venmoed me. You still haven't Venmoed right. me. And I'm just not, I'm not going to Venmo you. Yeah. I'm not going to do right. that. So, and that's what you, if you go into that type of situation, the thing that you can do is you keep a running tally in your head that's and you good. start siphoning money off. Like Amir and I have a shared bank account and I'm able to siphon funds How? back. 
unbeknownst to you, I'll write myself a check for office expenses, but I'll pad that a little bit. I thought you bought a chair. Yeah, there are car payments, but I say, oh, you know what? Actually, this month the payment was, you know, three hundred dollars more, and then, um, and then I'm actually Jill's car. Like what is climbing? Yeah, exactly. Are you open? Don't open the yeah. Eyes here. Let's not open nine hundred tabs. And okay, yes. And what is this one? You're a member yes. of five gyms because you don't necessarily don't you just go mm. to one gym or you want access to all? Well, I need access to one in every <laughs> borough just in case I ever travel to Staten Island. This or one's the Bronx. A, yeah, a local Staten Island fitness. There's no way a hundred and one dollars yeah, a month. <laughs> so this is for the lunch that I took for you. Yeah, <laughs> that was I'll seventeen to financial ruin. <laughs> We can't afford taxes now. We're going to go to debtor's prison for you. Uh, all right, let us know. House. Let us know what happened here. But I, I would assume he's not going to offer, and it's kind of weird to bring it up, unfortunately. That's the risk yeah. you take when you... Like, what if he got a speeding ticket? Are you splitting the speeding ticket? No, not the speeding ticket. Those, that's a Where driver's decision. Where do we decision. draw the lines? The parking is a driver's decision it's but it's it can it depends i think it can it depends yeah be, it's like if i told you, you to park there and there's a ticket that's different than i'm not paying attention at all and you choose to park you there. pay somebody for some gas you know that's that's fine if if it were a parking lot let's think about that yeah if it costs ten dollars to park there obviously that's a split that's there a are split. expenses <laughs> incurred while driving somewhere this yeah. one is it's it's haphazard for sure um i don't know I really don't know. Uh, I think we need one. more context. D, not enough information. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Thanks, some sponsors. Come back, answer some more cues after this. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery 
starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. All right, Jake, we're back. One last question to rule them all. Yes, please. Let's go. Mm, mm, what do we think? Mm. Here's one about the gym. Okay. I like the we'll, gym. We'll call this guy Arnold Schwarzenegger. Good. He there's, a, the gym. there's a woman at the gym whom I've crushed on for years now, and I noticed her for the first time during the pandemic, and she's only gotten cuter once the masks came off. Mm. Call me a gentleman or a coward, but I know uh, better than to approach a woman at the gym. Mm-hmm. Earlier this week, I saw her car in the parking lot and thought maybe i could initiate a conversation by parking next to her uh then i decided this was stupid and hurriedly backed out but i scraped her bumper on of her oh car <laughs> i've been to the gym a couple times since she's there and her car is still there the scratch is still there so my question is can i use this as an excuse to strike up a conversation or do i just leave a note on her car hoping she hasn't seen the scratch yet what should i do much love um would use this as an excuse you have to that you have you have a responsibility to well if he's a little coy and shy he can maybe turn this into a hit and run situation it sounds like you already did you're you, you did a hit and hide and you... <laughs> i like how you parked next door he's like this is dumb let me get out of here <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh my god she's in the fucking car <laughs> it's like an episode of lonely and horny it's so funny. Just backing up over and over. Until <laughs> shit, shit. Airbag deploys. <laughs> Hits a fire hydrant, flooding his car. Oh. Can I get your number? <laughs> or at least that of your insurance. Or are you one of those lesbian types? <laughs> Airbag goes off, burns my face. I mean, that's ah! a, that's the Lonely and Horny cold open right there. It's perfect. God. <laughs> it writes itself. Someone, somebody give me cash to make another season. It can't um, be that much. Yeah. No, uh, I know. I think I think scratching and talking, not that you should have scratched her car to talk to her, but is a very obvious way to talk to somebody, and you owe her an explanation anyway. Yeah. This really could have been a meet cute, but at this stage, it's kind of a confession cute which yeah. isn't quite as cute. I think you have to say something. Um, yeah. And I don't think you can get away with a note. Like, a, it's been days, right? It's been several days. In a ways, in a ways. Yes, it's been days. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, I don't even know how, how you can, like, get out of it. I think you can You can be <laughs> like, hey, I bumped your car, and I just noticed that uh, was I saw you. it again in the parking lot. And... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I've been talking to the surveillance people here. We found your number. <laughs> I'm making a citizen's arrest. <laughs> whoa, I, whoa. Take me to dinner Deadlift first. 300. Oh, 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 oh. Jesus. I was just trying to do a meat cute is all. <laughs> yeah, I think you can just approach her and, and say that you didn't know who the car belonged to, but then you just saw her get out of the car today. 
or whatever. Have you ever approached someone at a gym? It is a very difficult place because, you know, everybody is sort of hot, too hot to trot. And I bet ladies get yeah. hit on all the time. And they're right. all like, you know, you're wearing music, you're wearing headphones. You're not necessarily there to meet anybody. Yeah, I've met people at the climbing gym, which feels like a little, a bit more of a social activity because there's kind of like rest in between. People work on the same things. Yeah, it's communal. You can like chat. People give you some beta. That's kind of nice. People clap yeah. for you when you're when you do well. So I've met people and I've like talked to people at the climbing gym. I don't think I've ever just like talked to someone at the actual gym except to be like, "Are you done with this or whatever." I had a similar situation, not necessarily hitting on someone, but I saw an old Laker basketball player at a gym once in like a 24 hour fitness in Glendale. And it was Robert Mm -hmm. Ori. And he's like six foot 10 and, you know, awesome. And one of my heroes, he actually played with Rick Fox. So I was like, oh, maybe I could say, oh, I work with Rick Fox. He played with Rick Fox. But I was like too scared to like approach him. And like, you know, other people are approaching him. Like, this is stupid. I don't want to say anything. And then I was working out and he came up to me and was like, are you still like using this machine? And I was like uh, listening to a podcast like, uh, what, huh? Are you still still on this? Like, oh yeah, no, you got that. Like, even if I was still using it, I'm like, yeah, for sure, man. Big man. Did you say that to him? No, I was just like, yeah, no, it's yours. It's mine. No, totally. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. (laughs) Backing up over a kettlebell. Can you come with me to Sunday basketball? I want to show up with you, sir, sort of as a ringer. I'll say my friend Robert's coming, and then it's just, well, you. Yeah, my God. Um, so that's as close as I've gone to unsuccessfully. I should have really, mm. I should have hit backed my car into his car. That's what I should have done, sort of struck up a conversation with Big Shot himself. But unfortunately, I didn't yeah. know which, which Tesla You had the Rick his. Fox in. Yeah, jeez. The Rick Fox would have been a solid in. Should have used it. Oh, you know my friend Rick Fox. (laughs) I hate Rick Fox. He would never say that. They're (laughs) best friends. He throws you. Uh, All right. Let us uh, know how the the note goes, the hit and run um, apology. You really owe her an apology slash explanation slash insurance information trade. You need more than her number. You need her um, insurance provider. I think so. I think so. It's beyond. It's it's nice that you'll get to talk to your crush, but you actually do need to fix her car. So that's yeah, yeah. The responsibility kind of transcends the. I'm nervous to <laughs> to approach you. Can I get you a drink or an estimate of the damages? <laughs> Please Can don't get take it to opinion? the dealership. That body <laughs> shop is really expensive. <laughs> I can actually probably get this out with. A little whiteout. Oh, I'm sorry. The entire bumper collapses. <laughs> Shit my ass for that. Shit my ass. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you. Thank you for writing in. If you have your own yeah. questions, your own theme songs, send them all down to if I were you show at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, and we're still making videos on... Um, our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA, watching Jake and Amir videos, commenting, mm-hmm. remembering, mm-hmm. remindering, mm-hmm. enjoying, yep. or hating, depending on the episode. Yeah. And there's a couple new Jake and Amir's out there if you still haven't seen them. Those are on Ooh, our YouTube channel. Boy. And this one's also being recorded. This podcast uh, 
is being recorded and uploaded as a video as well. So plenty of Damn. content to go around. Look at that. Uh, so thank you uh, guys all for watching, listening, supporting in any way, shape, or form. And, uh, of course, we'll be back next week. Let's hear that you know what? goat theme song. We usually leave early, but I want to hear this. I want to hear this. This unironic right. pop punk cover by Garrett, the other side of hard. Ready? Three, two, one, five, up. my heart but it'll be okay on the other side of heart i can't park my car and i can't play my guitar but it'll be okay on the other side of Epic. Absolutely Epic. awesome. That was a HeadGum original. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum happy hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody... Who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rotter, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye. <laughs>